It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers the weekend that was and preview tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks. All of this and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast on Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LOTHUNDERPOD and email the show, LOTHUNDERPOD at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into the weekend that was for the Oklahoma City Thunder as they fall to the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was a very fun game uh, that the Cavs came back in, storming back from down 18 points. The Thunder take on the Mavs tonight. SGA scored 21. Lou Dort had 17. Ty Jerome. Look like Steph Curry out there at times. And then Darius Baisley continues to thrive off the bench. Very, very fun game. Very fun week ahead here on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. We have today's recap show of the Cavs game tomorrow. We're going to be joined by Nick Engstead of Lockdown Mavericks to discuss Monday's Mavericks game Wednesday. We're going to grade the season at the midway point. Thursday, Spurs recap. Friday, NBA draft stock watch. Be a fun episode Friday, Saturday, Hornets recap, and Monday. We get to do another Cavs recap on a Monday. Back to back Mondays with Cavs recaps. How fun is that? So, a lot in store. Make sure you subscribe for free across all platforms. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. So, thank you for doing that. Again, subscribe for free, completely free on all platforms uh, to Lockdown Thunder and every Lockdown. Uh, podcast across the network but we start this game recap the way we always do with our game overview and tail Maldon did not play isaiah roby did not play paul watson jr did not play pokoshevsky did not play vit did not play sar did not play and kenneth williams is still in health and safety protocols uh where's rondo's out on sexton ruby are out for the season ed davis did not play and dean way did not play for the caps the thunder start out with sga josh giddy lou dort jeremiah robinson earl Derek favors and the Cavs start out with Darius Garland, Lamar Stevens, Lori Markin, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. The Thunder start big, pairing Jerry with Derek Favors in this game again. Favors made a very big impact his kind of first uh, few minutes in this game, so that was good to see from him. Uh, remember, there are some roster shuffling real quick before we get into the rest of this game. Isaiah Roby has been sent down to the blue after he cleared NBA protocols. Pokashevsky is going to stay with the blue. Now, there was, of course... Uh, the call up Friday morning. Now that was just all kind of a formality because to be on the NBA bench, you must be on the NBA team. So they had to call him back up 
so he could rejoin the team Friday night and just sit there and be kind of with the organization at that game. And then they sent him back down on Sunday, and so he's going to be with the team uh, with the blue for uh, the foreseeable future. Tim Maldon also sent down to the blue. Now, Vit Critchie's called up, and kind of like Pokashevsky, he's called up, he's not going to play. Vit Critchie, although he's not with the blue anymore, he's recalled to the Thunder. He's still out with that uh, ankle sprain that happened to him right before Christmas at the NBA G League Winter Showcase. So he's still out of commission, even though he's back with the varsity squad right now. So how did the Thunder lose this game to the Cleveland Cavaliers? Well, the Thunder led for most of the night. There's only one lead change, although this game was tied 11 times. So this is a very fun back and forth game. The Thunder once grew an 18 point lead. Cleveland's largest lead was five at the end of the game. The Thunder fall 107 to 102. Uh, the Thunder were out rebounded. I should say the Thunder out rebounded the Cavs 51 to 37. So the big lineup kind of worked in that instance, but a lot of the rebounds came from Giddy and some other wings and guards. Uh, the Thunder had more turnovers though 15 turnovers for the Thunder, to just seven for the Cavs. Thunder shot 43% from the floor, 37% from deep, and 90% from the line. Cleveland shot 46% from the floor, 25% from three-point land, and 72% at the line. So the Thunder were best uh, than the Cavs at the three-point line and at the free-throw line, although the Cavs did shoot three more percentage points than the Thunder did from the floor in general. The Thunder lose the points in the paint battle 46 to 42. They win the second chance points uh, 20 to 13. They lose the fast break points six to five. So again, a game where the Thunder not getting out, get out in transition, they lose and they lose that category. The Thunder won the first two quarters overall, but the Cavs won the next two quarters. And so obviously you'd rather win the third and fourth quarter and win the game than win those first two frames out of the game. Now the Thunder had five scores and double figures one had nine points. Cleveland had five scores and double figures as well. Again, a fun back and forth game. The Cavs came roaring back and they've been really, really good this season. And it's been fun to watch the Cavs kind of uh, turn the corner a bit, even despite these injuries, which have been piling up now where you have Rubio out, you have Sexton out for a foreseeable future. And if you're a Cavs fan, you, you've got to be happy with the way Darius Garland's playing right now. Garland was on fire again in this game. And the future for Cleveland is very bright. Evan Mobley helps that fact as Mobley goes for 20 points, five rebounds and assists. And you had Darius Garland go for 27 points and 18 assists with five rebounds. What an incredible game for Darius Garland. Oh yeah, he shot 55% from the floor on his way to that stat line. Uh, and you just wonder, hey, if you get Sexton back, of course they're going to get him back next year, resign and everything like that. But you know, if this team had a healthy Sexton, of course they were cruising with a healthy Rubio. Uh, this team could be, could be even better. So it kind of just shows that the Cavs have these pieces uh, moving forward, especially in the Eastern Conference. So it's really cool to see their re rebuild kind of come full circle a little bit um, in this way. Of course, taking that first step to being a more playoff team, they're going to get there this year, uh, and we'll see how they can do in the playoffs. But uh, the biggest thing for the Thunder was that Darius Baisley continues to have a big impact and continues to um, find his stride off the bench and, and play well off the bench. And we're going to talk about Baisley and Derek Favors and some of the other players as well coming up. But first, I want to say right now, we're good friends over at Shopify. Shopify is just incredible. Whenever you hear that cha-ching sound, you know that's a, that's the sound of a new Shopify sale. Uh, folks, I love the sound of a cash register, and it just makes you smile anytime you hear it. Uh, you, you can make that sound be familiar to you whenever you get Shopify. It's an all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify uh, gives entrepreneurs the resources that was once reserved for big companies. 
Uh, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can have uh, all the features that entrepreneurs can alike. They can sell everywhere. They can synchronize them online, in person, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey and endless possibilities. Believe me, this podcast started out small, but it's grown very big over the last couple of years, and we appreciate all of that. That's all thanks to you. I love how Shopify gives you those tools and resources to help you grow and make it easy for you and any business to, to succeed. From down the street to around the globe, Shopify helps you reach millions and millions of people. And it's helped millions of business people uh, from first sale to full scale reach customers online and across social networks and the ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of converse, uh, conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is uh, about possibility, and it's powered by Shopify. Go to shop, shopify.com right now, shopify.com slash MBA. That's shopify.com slash MBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial. To get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features, grow your business with Shopify today. Uh, go to shopify.com slash MBA right now. Shopify.com slash MBA. That's shopify.com. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all lowercase. Shopify is more than a store that connects you with your customers and it delivers sales to you. Manage your day-to-day -day progress with Shopify. Shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods. Shopify has thousands of integrations of third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and more. Go check out Shopify. Again, that's shopify.com slash locked on NBA, supercharge your knowledge, your sale and your success, discover endless possibilities, discover inspiration and discover what's possible for you and your business with shopify.com slash locked on NBA for that 14 day free trial. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you. Talking Thunder Basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including the platform of YouTube. Thank you for making us a first listen. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Now podcast. What is the Lockdown Now podcast? Well, I'll tell you. The Lockdown Now podcast is a five-day week podcast just like this one where it's recapping every NBA game from the night before. That way you get a breakdown on every single game across the association. How awesome is that? It's from our local experts. Boots on the ground everywhere. Only our network can do that. And our network delivers a nightly recap of every single game. We know it's impossible. It is impossible to watch every NBA game from the night before. Lockdown Now allows you to know what's happening around the association. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and even watch it on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel every single night. So go check that out on that channel. Also, it's the NFL playoffs. That's kind of the biggest thing happening in the sports world right now. 
if your team's still in it or if your team is playing something that's still in it, whatever the case is, go check out their Locked On podcast. Just search Locked On team name. For example, for me, I'm checking out my Chiefs, Locked On Chiefs, baby. We're going to hopefully return to the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens, though, throughout this postseason. But make sure you're checking out Locked On NFL as well. William Peacock as well. We have so many national shows for the NFL and for the NBA. Check it all out. The Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Now let's get back to this game and Darius Baisley continuing to play well off the bench in this one. Uh, I thought that he had a really nice drive on Jared Allen, of course, that became kind of that highlight play for him where Allen came out to the perimeter for him and, and, and basically got a step on him, went to the rim, finished the rim uh, through contact. And what was good about that is it happened for him, but then he had other opportunities where he could ISO Allen at the perimeter and try to drive by him again. And he didn't take those chances because he wanted to play within the flow of the offense. I think that Darius Baisley, even two months ago, would have just zeroed in and lasered in on that matchup. And so it resulted in an isolation situation. It results in more turnovers. It results in missed shots. It results in kind of possession killers and ball-stopping action. But he didn't do that. He did a really good job of avoiding that, even whenever Allen would remain uh, on the perimeter defending him in a kind of an ISO scenario. Uh, that he had an opportunity to try to drive past him again. So I thought that was really good growth from Darius Baisley. Played much more better than the offense. Seven rebounds, three assists, a steal. He had two turnovers in this game. One was a bounce pass to a cutter. One was just a kind of bad kickoff that kind of uh, – he was walled at the rim. He couldn't really do anything else besides try to kick it out on his way to 17 points, but he did throw it away there. So two turnovers, uh, they kind of just happened in the flow of the game. Uh, it wasn't nothing, nothing crazy. I mean, we're used to seeing maybe some turnovers from him where he's trying to do too much or trying to ISO and dribble off his, off his foot or something. That was not the case in this game. Uh, basically kind of just played in his role again, and you have to give him credit. Uh, as much as this fan base has been very critical of Basley over the past two years, uh, he deserves credit right now because I even said it last week. He's had a lot of trouble stacking success upon success. He's had no problem turning one bad game into five. He's had a lot of problem turning a good game into three. And he's done that this last week. He's been really good. His last four games have been really good. And so seeing him continue to mature in that way and continue to kind of find a rhythm for the first time ever in his career, really uh, find that rhythm and consistency has been a big deal for him. Now, before the game, it sounded like Mark was, you know, tossed around the idea of putting him back in that starting lineup or even making, uh, allowing him to have spot starts as you've seen the lineup has been fluid where some nights they're going big and putting Jerry and favors together. Some nights they're putting Wiggins in there as well. Uh, personally for me, I, I would still like to see him stay in this bench role because even coming off the bench, he's still putting up 28 minutes in this game. And, and Lou Dort, for example, played 29 minutes, right? He did play 29 minutes as well. So he, he's, Playing starter minutes, his name's just not being called on the PA address announcer you know, system before a game. That's the only difference. And it's been that way since his move to the bench. He's been playing uh, starter-level minutes. And maybe it's just something with Baisley where he puts too much pressure on himself if he hears his name called on the, on the starting lineup and he kind of has that, that juice to start the game. Maybe it's just something where he's more comfortable off the bench. And so, uh, to me, since you're finding him in those minutes anyway, you're finding him those opportunities anyway to close out games and to play bulk minutes – I wouldn't change anything right now, but we'll, we'll see what the Thunder end up doing uh, tonight and throughout the rest of the season. I do think he'll start another game this season for sure, uh, but I don't really love the idea of rushing back to making the starter just because he's had four really good games because you are playing him starter minutes. You are playing him uh, at the clip you want to. Let's say you do put him in a starting line tonight. Is he going to play more than 20 minutes? Maybe 29, maybe 30. So 
for two more minutes, we might sacrifice some better play from him, especially in a more uh, advantageous situation for him where he's playing the small ball five. And we know that I've been calling for the small ball five basically since the bubble right against Houston. And that's kind of where he's been thriving at so far this year. So I, I would rather have Baisley off the bench still. He's played really good today, 55% from the floor, uh, six for six at the line, 17 points, the seven rebounds, the three assists, the steal. It was all good for him. And he also, uh, I should say, the seven rebounds, three assists, the steal, and uh, he had two turnovers, which we already addressed in this scenario. And he had the three fouls. He's playing some really hard-nosed defense, which, of course, will come with that as well. So I, I like what we're seeing from Baisley. I'll let the Thunder keep it this way. And Derek Favors, though, also did some damage in the first five minutes of this game. It was really a tone setter for this team. Ends with six points, holds in eight rebounds, and assists, a foul, three for five from the floor. Favors starts this game, plays 17 minutes. So, again, it's kind of the opposite of what we just talked about with Baisley. He's starting the game. He's getting to go through the through the handshake line and everything, but he's playing kind of bench minutes. And so what's the harm in, in kind of that, or, or, or what's the need to change that? But Favors did a really good job today, especially as the Thunder were down Kenny Hustle, who's one of their veteran leaders on this team. And so Favors has been very good this year for the Thunder. He continues that in this game against Cleveland. Uh, but SGA puts up 21 points, seven assists, four rebounds, a steal, two blocks, three turnovers. I think that with three turnovers for a guy who played 34 minutes and is your lead ball handler, that's not a big deal to me. I do like the steal and the and the two blocks and those impact level plays he makes on that defensive end. Uh, he goes seven for nine at the line. 0 for 2 from 3, limiting his 3-point attempts in this one. Uh, 7 for 19 from the floor as well. I think this was a nice base, uh, nice SGA game. Obviously, you want to shoot better than 36% if you can help it, but this was a interesting matchup because they have so many bigs on the floor most of this game. I mean, whenever your, your kind of whole identity as a player in, in this elk, right, you take away the 3-point shot, you only shoot 2 of them. So now you're trying to score at the rim, and then you're trying to extend that to the elbow. Uh, when you're trying to do that and, and at best you're at the elbow and you're really trying to get through the rim and you're having to maneuver through Markton and Mobley and Allen, Allen and Mobley being two great defenders, Allen being great at the rim, Mobley just being great in general so far as rookie year, uh, that's going to be tough sledding. That's going to be very, very, very hard. So I, I think that all things considered, of course, you'd want him to shoot better from the floor than 36%, but considering the matchup, this is just one of those matchups that's going to get SGA and, and that's going to kind of be less than uh, – good for his play style. But we're going to still talk about Ludort, Josh Giddy, Ty Jerome, Muscala, and talk about the bet of the day as well. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is fantastic. Built Bar is incredible. Built Bar is what you need. Folks, we all have that New Year's resolution uh, of getting healthier, uh, whatever the case is on that front for you. Uh, personally, just got back from playing some pickup basketball, trying to get trying to get moving, trying to get everything uh, going in the right direction again. And, uh, hey, I look like that Tony Snow graphic where it's got zero points, zero assists, zero blocks, zero whatever, and 28 minutes played, but at least we're out there uh, shooting some hoops. And Built Bar helped get, get the power to do that and the energy to do that. It was filling before, after workout, whatever the case is, snack, meal replacement. Folks, when you have an early morning gym, gym session, it's easy to skip breakfast and just go with this built bar because I'm telling you folks, this built bar, it fills you up. It takes me all the way through breakfast, all the way through lunch uh, until dinner time. It's that feeling. It's that good. Check them out. Builtbar.com. Use the promo code uh, LOCK15 to get 15% off of your next order. Most built bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which typically has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen or so net carbs. 
Try them out today. They have amazing flavors as well. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar always comes out with new flavors and limited time only flavors. So go check out to the site often to see what's new and what's available. I personally love cookies and cream. Go check out cookies and cream Built Bar today at Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. At Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. At Built.com. Uh, make sure you go check it out today for 15% off of your next order. I'm going to tell you right now, your good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is your online sportbook experts. It's a happy new betting year, and we're going to continue to the march to the playoffs and the divisional round in the NFL. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports wagering this season for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop uh, and website interface, so go check them out as well. Promo code LOCKEDON. Which you 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag whenever you use the promo code locked on from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage right now of these amazing offers at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and best way to bet on all your favorite sport action. BetOnline, where the game starts. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at LLThunderPod. And thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, go check out Lockdown Bets. It's a daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets is hosted by your boy Q and expert analysis from our uh, good friend Lee Sterling. It's free and available across all platforms. You can go check it out so that way you can win money at betonline.ag. We're going to get into what the bet of the day is for the Thunder coming up. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about our good friend, Lou Dort. Lou Dort, 17 points, three rebounds, five for five at the line, two for six from three, uh, five for 14 from the floor, 35% from the floor, 33% from three. You like the percentages to go up again and be more efficient, but a nice Lou Dort game. Josh Giddy. 11 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, a block, two fouls. Did shoot 62% from the floor. Love that for him. One for two from three. Love that for him. The issue here is not the 11 points. It's not the 10 turnovers. It's not the lack of assists in this game particularly. It's the fact that despite being very efficient as a scorer in this game, he had six turnovers. He had an airmail pass to Favors. He had a telegraphed entry pass to the low block. He got ripped twice. He had a black backcourt violation. Uh, had an out-of-bounds pass to, the, to a cutter that was going to be kind of an easy layup for the Thunder. Just a sloppy ball handling and a sloppy playmaking game for the Thunder in general. We mentioned how many turns they had at the start of the show, and they had more turnovers than the Cavs did, but it'll come, right? It's a rookie who's being asked to do a ton with the ball in his hands, and this is just part of the growing pains. It's just part of life with having a, a young ball handling guard. Yeah, so, so I don't think it's anything to... To particularly worry about. Ty Jerome was really good. Looked like Steph Curry. Two for two from three. Both very deep threes. Four for six from the floor. Two rebounds. A steal. 10 points. 18 minutes tonight. Uh, and, and I just continue to give Ty Jerome a ton of props because it's hard, man. It, it, it has to be hard to break that routine, get out of that rhythm, you know, not kind of be in the rotation for games at a time, weeks at a time at times, and then be thrusted in there for a quick 12-minute spurt where you're asked to hit your shots, and he's done that. He's done really well at rolling with the punches of being kind of hokey-pokeyed in and out of the rotation. So I like what we've seen so far 
from Ty Drum this year. Mike Muscala in an eight-minute burst. Speaking of small small spurts, eight minutes, he had a steal, a foul, and only missed one shot, going three for four from three-point land. He's playing in small spurts, though, to manage an ankle injury, which he dealt with an ankle injury last year, which is, of course, what ended his season last year. And now he's dealing with one again, but it seems like he'll continue to play through this one, but he'll have to manage his minutes wisely and pick his spots on when he can go in on this ankle injury. The bet of the day was OKC plus five. That pushed. The money well pick was SGA, uh, and it was, of course, Muscala, who had three triples. The MVP of this game, I'm going Darius Baisley. I think that Baisley deserves a ton of props off the bench. Up next, again, the Thunder and Mavs play tonight. We're going to recap that tomorrow with Nick Engstead of Lockdown Mavs. Wednesday, we're going to grade the season at the midway point. Thursday, Spurs recap. Friday, NBA draft stock watch. Saturday, Hornets recap. And Monday, Cavs recap. All that's coming up on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Tonight, the Mavs play the Thunder in Dallas. The Mavs only list Reggie Bullock as uh, an injured player. He's questionable with a sore knee. OKC is without Tim Aldon, Pokoshevsky, and Roby, all with the G League. Vit is out with an with a ankle injury, I should say. Kenny Hustle is in health and safety protocols. It'll be Luca and KP playing together in this game against SGA, Josh Giddy, and Lou Dorp. Luca had an incredible game against Memphis last time out, so we'll see what he can do uh, on this holiday. Enjoy uh, the holiday, reflect on the holiday, and have a good one. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.